Which I thought it's usually probably, in January. Yeah, it is. During the wild card weekend on NBC. But apparently because of the way things have gone with, in this, with signing day now, that's changed. It was on, They played in Frisco last night at the Cowboys practice facility. It was on stadium. None of you watched it. Probably Ant did. That's it. But <laughs> bottom line is Colin Hurley was the MVP of the game. Yes. And so I hope, there you go. I hope Puff's not listening. But, man, this recruiting stuff, the older I get, I'm not sure it gets more interesting. It doesn't. Um, but you know what did stand out? And this is the one. I, I don't think Brian Kelly, he hasn't been perfect in recruiting. I think he's had some misses. Um, and, look, 11 for most of the country's great. At LSU, it's not. You, you, to compete, you need to have top 10 classes year after year because, like I said, it okay. puts you like sixth. But, B.C., he really has. The strength that I could say Brian Kelly has done is the weak link for LSU for years was offensive line. Yep. That has really become a strength under Brian Kelly. Yeah, and listen, he had really good offensive lines at Notre Dame. I mean, you think about the number of guys he put into the NFL, so he's done a really good job in that area. I'm glad you brought up the the sixth in the SEC part. I I do wonder, uh, obviously you add Texas, you add Oklahoma. We'll see how they fare. I, I think Texas is probably in a better position than OU is to compete you know, towards the upper echelon right it's away. Got more money. Yeah, and, you know, you look at what they look like on the field this year compared to OU, I would say they're significantly better, even though they lost that game to OU. But I do wonder, if, for LSU fans that really follow recruiting, if being – and listen, what's the difference in sixth in the SEC and fourth in the, you know, SEC? Not much. Not much. But I, I do wonder if that does concern some folks. Well, here's the positive side. They have pretty much locked down the state. Yes. Which is good. And if you if you project to next year, they have a top five class yeah. right now for the class of twenty twenty five. So um every cycle's different. It is. But, um like I, I would I would say the only player I mean if you say Wardell Mack, the defensive back, they, they, they didn't get Dominic McKinley, McKinley who is yep. the top defensive lineman, but He's also not signing with A&M, it looks like. So you got a that chance, may drag yeah. on to February, which gives you an opportunity to get him. Yeah, no, I'd agree. And, you know, you look at the teams around LSU. I mean, Michigan, they're one of the top teams in the country. So, like, there's nothing to say you can't be great with the 11th-ranked recruiting class. It's just, I don't know, we probably over-evaluate a lot of these Well, rankings. no, but if you look at it, okay, here, here's why it's different. and here Because, yeah, most people would kill to be in that situation. Yeah. Because, but here's why it hurts you. Throw out the other teams. Because George and Alabama are usually one and two. Well, it's a good point. It's good and point. it matters. All right, I want to ask you this. Yes. I can't remember. Oh, I think it was Josh Pate yesterday. Talked about Auburn potentially having a big day tomorrow. Do you think Freeze really gets Auburn back rolling? Well, here, here's <clears throat> Auburn's, Auburn's that next-tier team where they can't do it consistently, but Auburn's a school you can win a national championship at. Yeah. We've seen it. Yeah. Um, they can't do it consistently, but they can do it. It's like LSU can do it every five years. It feels like Auburn can do it every ten. ten. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Alabama, Georgia do it every year. Yeah. Um, And I do think Hugh Freeze is that good of a coach, so yes. I'm looking at some of these transfer <laughs> rankings. we got uh, Arizona State at number four overall. Still early, but that's interesting. Uh, Barry, what's on Bleed Tech Blue tonight? 
Yeah, we got a lot of things to discuss. Uh, Jeff Burris coming back to be the safeties Big. coach. Yeah, that's a good get. Obviously, Jeff spent, I believe, 2018 through 2020 as the corners coach. Deserves well a lot respected. of credit for the job he did with Amik and Legereus Sneed. So, uh, that's a big get for Sonny Cumbie and his staff. We'll talk National Signing Day. Uh, I got Aaron Smith, assistant coach of the Dunkin' Dogs, to join us from Seattle at 630. Of course, that's nice. a that's a big game for Tech tomorrow night. You need uh, to win one of those swing games. You, you need to because you should have won the other night. And listen, I know St. Louis probably. You look at the net rankings, or you look at you know what they are in Ken Palm. Probably not uh, as good as you know the, the numbers. The metrics don't support maybe how good they really are, especially with the transfer they got on the floor. But you should have won that game the other night. Like you're up six, twenty-one seconds to go. Uh, unfortunately, you lost. But what do coaches say? You can't turn one loss into multiple losses, and so. Uh, they'll look to get back going in the right direction. We mentioned earlier, Lady, Lady Texas, big win last night over Cal Baptist. Uh, who knows what else we'll get into. Might ask Beck how his hunting season's been going. Uh, I know it's coming down the stretch as well. So I, I found this interesting as we leave. The NFL, because the Saints and Rams is basically a playoff game. Both teams 7-7 seven seven right now are hyping up the uh, the game, the NFL, on their official site on Twitter. And they mentioned um, one of the best NFC Championship games in recent memory. And there's a five minutes of clips from the game. Guess what clip got omitted? The pass interference. Yeah, of course. What on, what on the highlight reel for the NFL? Shocker. Uh, coming up next, Bleed Tech Blue with Beck, BC, and Taves. For those guys, I'm Sean Fox. We'll be back same time tomorrow. We'll talk more recruiting here on The Company, presented by Bud Light. This has been The Sports Company with Sean Fox, presented by Bud Light. Come back every weekday, 3 to 6 p.m. for more Sports Company on Sports Talk 977. do what's best for this team but watching yesterday that was basically uh we're just here getting our paycheck and this after the previous week where you're thinking okay build off of it and that's a well it's supposed to be a really good defense dolphins don't have tyree kill jalen waddle gets injured like what are we doing there's certain teams where you go huh things that make you go hmm yes one do you think the Jets were celebrating in Miami? <laughs> hey, we're down to South Beach. We came up with a great win. Hey, Zach, let's go. Club huh. live on Sunday. Let's come on. If you want to know what Dan Patrick said next, just podcast it by searching The Dan Patrick Show. And as always, you can listen to Dan Patrick live weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. This show is different. The Doug Gottlieb Show. Make him say, oh! Make him say, ah! Ladies and gentlemen, Josh Allen threw for 95 yards. He completed seven passes. Seven. Seven. You know that reference. You know the show Friends very well. And Zach Martin got hurt. And it was raining. And the Cowboys had kind of proven, hey, we can play with some teams. And, like, look, Dak had played at an unbelievable level. Didn't play at an unbelievable level uh, yesterday. It happens. It's why you play 17 games. Right, because you have games where you play a C, you have games where you play an A, you have a lot of games where you play a B. And some it's based upon where you play, some it's based upon timing of it, some it's based upon the weather, some it's based, sometimes you just play crummy, some it's based upon game plan. 
but I'm supposed to sit here and have some strong take. Look, you didn't think the Bills were good? The Doug Gottlieb Show, weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, is this on? When sports needs that voice of reason. Dude, you can't do that. Only one show is up to the challenge. You won't be disappointed. It's the odd couple. Chris Broussard. I was a star. Bad Slam Rob Parker. I don't care what Vegas says. They're the odd couple. Oh, I'm just saying he's okay to be the backup. No, he's not. Putting the sensibility back in sports. The players have a right to be who they are. Weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. Right, right here on Fox. Fox Sports Radio. The most fearless voice in sports is on FS1. The one and only Colin Cowherd is bold, unique, and outspoken. Wow. You can see him on The Herd. Weekdays at noon Eastern on FS1 in the Fox Sports app. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubach Rustin Monroe 97.7. It's time for the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show. This is your source for Louisiana Tech sports news. For the next 90 minutes, Bleed Tech Blue Radio goes deep inside football, basketball, and recruiting. Tonight's show on Sports Talk 97.7 is also brought to you by Courtesy Automotive Group, Walpole Tire, Dairy Queen. Text us at 888-993-7762. Here's your host, Ben Carlisle. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC. Beck Hayes, John Tabor, Sports Talk 97.7. You can get us on that hotline or the text line, 888-993-7762 as we come to you on this signing day eve. Have you grown to like signing day anymore? No, I've actually, I'm actually more down on it than I've ever been. Why is that? Because with transfers... NIL, it's just taking all the the little fun that there well, was. Oh, Debbie it, Downer. I mean, how often do you end up with the same team you started with? It's true. I mean, you're talking about 30, 40, 50 guys leaving every program. I'll say this. It's just tough for me to get excited about I'll it. say this. I'm t- way more excited about who we're signing that's not out of high school. Okay, you're more excited about the older guys. Yeah, because I'm potentially going to see them within the next few years. Okay, well, I, I wanted to go there. Last year, Tech signed 22 guys, high school players. Keith Willis played a little bit, running back out of Houston. Had a big game against Northwestern State. Wish he didn't have to, but we had a lot of injuries. Yeah, Eli Finley, tied in out of Heath, Texas. He played a little bit. Uh, Dakota Williams, moved from receiver, running back, played a little bit. Uh, Michael Richard, Mike Mike, freshman hey, All-American. He was great. Yeah, shout out to you, Mike Mike. Uh, Dedrick Latulis. Latulis, I'll be honest, I, I really went to bat for you. Thought you should play a little bit more. Uh, Jacob Fields had a big TD run against FIU. He did. Uh, Hair Raid Hank led yep. the comeback. R.I.P. Hair Raid. Uh, He's not dead. He just transferred. No, the Hair Raid's dead. Oh, right. Yep. Yes. R.I.P. that for sure. <laughs> yes. And so then, you can't be saying R.I.P. <laughs> no, no, no. He's no, still no. around. Yeah. 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 Okay. So uh, we'll talk a little bit about signing day coming up at some point. Uh, Louisiana Tech only has 12 commitments in this class. Could be a little bit smaller high school class, especially when you consider he signed 22. A season ago, can't have about thirty-five freshies running around out there. No, that, you can't. That, that ain't a big waste recipe. of money out there. Yeah, yeah, that ain't a recipe for dubs for the thirty-niners. Should we start calling Tech the thirty-niners? <laughs> the thirty-niners. Yeah, three and niners. The th- Ben. Wow, maybe. 
It was a joke. No, I got it. It's, <laughs> you got uh, No, it. I get it. It's great. You got the 49 It's too good. You snuck up on me. Yeah, yeah. Kind of good. I figured I'd go with that. Uh, you been watching any bowl games? You know, I got surprised yesterday, checked the ESPN app to see what was on the on the docket for the night, and saw that uh, Western Kentucky and ODU were in a barn burner. The Hilltoppers! Okay. You know what? The big Tabes, you're going to... You're going to resonate with this. The biggest regret of my Ooh. life. The Western Kentucky was down 28-35, about 30, 40 seconds to go. Yep. And they were on, like, the 15-yard line to try to tie it Should up. Should have taken the money and line. And I said, I'm going to go bet the money line. I got the money line about the second quarter. No, oh, no doubt. Really? No oh, doubt. When they were down 28-0. Yeah. Yeah. So I went to look for it. I don't remember if I got distracted or what happened, but – I think what happened is they threw a third down play and it wasn't close. And I was like, "Oh man, I'm, this guy ain't I ain't doing it." And then they get a penalty or something, and so it's a twenty it yards. Bobby Wilder, right? Bobby's still with us. Well, he? I hope. Yeah. Well, uh, fourth down, Western Kentucky gets it done, ties yeah, it did. up, and then wins in overtime. And I'm just kicking myself, you know. Did you? It's see those the- ones that are hard to let go of, you know. The, oh, I almost did it, but I didn't. Did you see no. the story about the? Uh- by the way, Taves, I think Bobby Wilder is the new head coach at Tennessee Tech. Oh, good for Bobby. Yeah. Uh, did you see the quarterback for Western Kentucky? Yeah, he was he he was a backup, third stringer, third stringer. Uh, yeah, coach's son or maybe coach's nephew started the game, struggled, mm. put in the third stringer. Uh, hey, who's this third stringer? Well, he was in the portal, actually in the portal currently. Oh, yeah, Red portal Tr- and playing. We call that the P and P. Yeah, we call that the P and P. Uh, I think he had five, six touchdowns five in this touchdowns. game. Five uh, touchdowns. He's crying post-game. Pretty excited. Uh, they asked him, hey, you thinking about hopping out of the portal? Well, he's like, well, coach wants me out of the portal, wants me to play tight end. I'm like, well, coach, might you put him at the old quarterback <laughs> the position? The coach said, you ain't playing here if you're going to throw me under the bus like that. You can't do that on a bowl game. You lead a comeback, throw five TDs, and for 750 yards, whatever he threw for. Yeah. You can't be like, coach doesn't want me to play. That's a, that's dirty. It's a tough look. Yeah. It's a tough look. There's no doubt about that. But that – in a in in the NFL, we've seen more backup quarterback play than ever in my life. And then in college, like, but that's what I want a, a doesn't mean a thing bowl game to be. You want I want to come back from twenty eight zero with the eight string guy that was working at Taco Bell four days ago what? leading the charge. Like, and, if I need a storyline, that's what I'm looking for. And all you do is you come in here on Tuesday nights, and it's your night. It's ninety minutes of. You getting to sit here and bark about Conference USA and the league's not very good. Well, let me tell you something, young pup. Western Kentucky beats ODU. ODU's in the Sun Belt. Jacksonville State beats ULL. They're in the Sun Belt. Hey, anybody that beats ULL, yeah, I'm great with. Uh, did you see the other night on the hardwood, McNeese beats ULL, and they just bash ULL? They bash. Oh, man, they had a heyday Bad on score. the Raging Cajuns. Oh, really? adding that extra L. It oh, was did a thing they? of beauty. I didn't see it. I've never been a bigger Cowboy fan in my what, life. What did they do? Uh, you can take the extra L. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that one hurts. Yeah. And Will Wade, old skinny fat himself, he, he's out there just puckering around hey, all jacked up. Tabes. Tabes, you know what I've been saying? <laughs> Will Wade did himself a disservice. He got suspended for how many games? Ten. Ten. If I was him, I'd have been doing P90X three times a well, day. Well, he did Just come back. Skinny fat. Jacked. He, Tabes, he's not the most skinny yeah, fat coach in the country. Yeah. He's built like a pear. (laughs) (laughs) 
but he can put a darn talented team together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they got yeah. some dogs. That's right. Yeah, they're ten and two. One of those lost to the dogs. Uh, Hangman, well, shout out to you, Hangman. It says he's right. seven and one in college bowl mania. Me and Taves will laugh because we're not far off from being pairs ourselves. Okay, I'll but we'll laugh. I'll give y'all some yeah. credit. Y'all more of a stone. <laughs> Cantaloupe. A couple watermelons. Cantaloupe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Anyways, I, this bowl season. I mean, what? I know you love a bowl game. Your I, DNA. I'd kill for a bowl game. So what do you think about these bowls that they don't even advertise okay, anymore? I'm with you on the po- 4 o'clock or 2.30 in the afternoon kickoff. On a Monday. That's on a Monday. A little different. Hey, like, guys, we've got a prime time stop it, spot. It's right after everybody loves Raymond. Okay? Yeah. It's going to be really good. We're going to cancel around the horn for today. Thank the good Lord. Oh. Tony Reale is so past his prime. But uh, I think, like you said, I love a good bowl game comeback. I think for me, and this is going to sound a little bit of a homer, I'm a big fan of a G5 team. I like the G5 teams in the bowl games because yeah. they care to play. Yeah. You know, they're not opting out outside of the Western Kentucky quarterback. Can't wait to be a seventh-rounder. No, you don't want to see Missouri in the... Missouri will be jacked up. Yeah, they're but a little Ohio better. But like half of Ohio okay, State's team quit. Is there like, I, don't, did, I don't even know if Vanderbilt made it. They probably didn't make it. No, they're But I'm saying 10. if you have a team like Vanderbilt... Yeah, they'll like, be excited to be there. Yeah, you'll be like, you know. Yeah. Here's, I mean... Gambling has made all bowl games relevant. Relevant, yeah. Even a two o'clock Monday bowl yeah. game, the week before Christmas. I'm sure you put one of the screens on. I did. You got in there for three, four, five. Well, six? I got two, but they split, so it's like four in two. Yeah. Wow, that's a setup. Yeah, IT guy came in and said, "I got you two screens." I said, "Don't take my third one away. I don't want it." He yep. said, "No, I'll just let me do it. I'm gonna show you something." And I said, "I don't want it." And he said, "Would you would you shut up and let me show you something?" And now I love it. Good I got four. And you're living life in the professional world. I, I got to be honest. So I, I was thinking about planning this show, and uh, plans didn't get very far. I, I told some of our subscribers at Bleed Tech Blue, I was like, "Give me some, give me some suggestions. What, what do you want to hear about on a Tuesday night, six days before Christmas?" By the way, Bleed Tech Blue Radio will be on the air December 26. Hashtag No Days Off. Because it's not who we are. Getting overtime pay for that Well, one. of course. Yes, I'm going to pay you a little extra. Might get $26 a show. Um, and I said, listen, what, what do you want to hear about? Well, first comment. I need a hunting update with Beck. How's the season going? Oof. How do you think it's going to finish? This will be brief. Uh, are you done? Yeah, I'm pretty much done. Okay. How many you got in the freezer? I got one in the freezer. Okay. Hey, notice he carefully chose his words there. Of course, I'm Dave. pretty much I'm pretty done. much done. Leave the door, the door crack. I'll probably go for a little duck in January. Okay, the big duck guy. Now, I'm yeah, not a big duck guy, but right. I go when the friends go. Gotta ask you this. All right, a little ride up to Pheasantthal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm not a hunter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've had some duck with some cream cheese with a jalapeno. Yeah. wrapped yep. in a little bacon. Mm-hmm. We call it the duck wrap. I'm a hey. big duck wrap kind of guy. Hey. You know? Yeah. Goes, I'm a duck that's wrap about the only guy. way I want to eat them. Goes uh, well in gumbo as well. It does go okay. I, I have a, uh, a, a somebody I know that at the office that makes a pretty darn good duck gumbo. Duck it's different tasting gumbo, that... but I do the I do those duck wraps with with deer meat. Okay, little, put it in the little okay. jalapeno boat. You know, yep. a little cream yeah. cheese, yeah. a little yeah. onion, yeah. a little bacon. Onion. Oh yeah, big onion guy. Yeah, all right, brush big your teeth after it. So you feel free to um call tapes, bring a plate. So mm-hmm. I did get I did get that little it's more of a QT guy for you, Dave. Yeah, yeah. I did get that one uh, pretty decent buck in Oklahoma earlier yep. this year. Got that with the bow. Yep. Monster. Yep. 
Uh, and then I hadn't really been hunting much in Louisiana. I got a lot of kids at the house this time of year. You do have yeah. a few. Uh, they call it the trio. Didn't set myself up real well to hunt in Louisiana, but I have a I have a, <laughs> a I, little I buddy that is getting into the bow hunting. I've been taking him. He got one. Shout out to you, Cooper. Got you a nice bow. Shout out, nice, to Coop. Nice little buck this year. I was in the stand with him. That was about as fun as you can have in the stand. So did you get the little adrenaline flowing? For oh that one? yeah. I mean, it was his first one with a bow, and it it just you know here's the deal. It took me like. A million years to kill a deer with a bow, and we're in the stand for about four and a half minutes, and, and one young. walks out, and just I'm just of course. Let me ask you this: When it comes to the camo, yeah, flannel camo, Ben, I'm <laughs> glad uh, you the flannels. Asked. You're more of a flannel camo. I guy. I am going away from traditional camo. Are you? Yeah, or some gray pants, some gray Carhartts, and I will throw a camo top on because tactical gear. Yeah, oh. earth tones. Okay, yes. Earth Tone. Yes, more of a... Uh, I don't know if you know this. Recycling kind of guy. <laughs> I don't know yeah. if you know this, but deer are colorblind. Yeah. You get high up enough in that tree, and they don't know what's going on up there. Don't fall out of that tree so stand. So, I'm backing about, off. More about your yeah. scent than... Now, don't get me wrong. Say. I love me a little Sitka. You know, I love it. I ain't going to pay for it, but if you <laughs> hand it down to me, I'll wear it. But no, this year I've been wearing the Carhartts. I know... Shout out to the Carhartts. Now, I know that you have a golden retriever at home that you love dearly. Yeah. But if you want to get into the duck business, might need to get a retriever dog. Yeah. Here's the deal. I like duck hunting, but not enough to do it myself. So okay. I will go when the boys go Okay. if somebody else is leading the expedition. Okay. I don't want to be the leader. Okay. I don't want to you be the one responsible. You a bird. Oh, yeah. Not very often, but I do. Every okay. now and then. Not an accurate guy on the go. Well, I, hey, listen, we've this is why you love duck hunting. like that through the years. No, hey, this is why duck hunting is so great, because they all fly in, and everybody's popping off, and you can be like, oh, yeah, pretty sure I hit that one. Yeah, like, that was me, dog. Right, yeah, can't disprove it, you know. That's so, a fair point. That's, that's the hunting update. I appreciate I appreciate the, the interest. You it's know? pretty solid. Pretty solid. Okay, got to Maybe I'll get this. my own segment one day. We do have an outdoor hey, segment on the sports yeah, company. Uh, Glenn? Glenn Harris, outdoors. You yeah. listen to it oh, sometimes? It sounds to me like... We may have we'll somebody have from hey, we'll have a little, like to pass the old baton to. We'll have a little ward. See who's but who pays more. Let me tell you more. something, Beck. Right, Glenn Harris knows his stuff. Glenn Harris doesn't take I bye weeks. I ain't trying to compete with him. All Glenn right? Harris doesn't take bye weeks. I know. He doesn't. Bucks and birds with Beck. Yep. <laughs> Brought to you by Argent. Yeah, there you go. I hey. like it. Tabes, hey. you are a man Let's among boys. I just think that anybody in the hunting community will not take it that seriously because I do hunt with a lot of people around here. I'm in it for the good times. You are? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're in it for the group test. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did you see the old news off the old gridiron for the dogs? Jeff Burris is back. Yeah. Former Tech cornerback coach Jeff Burris, he traveled down south to Louisiana Lafayette. Turns out he hates took it. him three years to figure out he hated it. Yeah. I don't know that's true, but... I don't either. I just can't imagine I can it's assume. Not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's coming back to Rustin. Took a few too many L's down in ULL. Yep. Yep. That makes sense. Uh, so he's coming back. Obviously, he's previously worked for Tech defensive coordinator Jeremiah Johnson. We had Coach Johnson on the show last week. He was great. Uh, told us about that Tech defense and evaluating film and playing to your personnel and all that good stuff. Jeff Burris, former first-round pick in the NFL draft. Hey, that's big time. Uh, yep. Where do you play college ball? Uh, All-American safety at Notre Dame. Hey, love it. It comes from a little structure, you know? Yep, comes from a little structure. Hey, Probably a Catholic. Largely responsible. Who, who, whether Who would he... What year? He was 1994 first-round pick. Nin- oh. 94, so was that... Was that still Lou? Probably played for Lou. Probably how Skip that, called him up back in 2018. When, when was Ty Willingham there? Uh, probably not back in 94. We'll I'd get the stat guy on that. 
yeah, get the stat guy on previous Notre Dame coaches. But uh, you look at Burris' first stint in Ruston from 2018 to 2020, uh, deserves a lot of credit for his development of Legereus Sneed and Amik Robertson. Mm-hmm. We put this out on Twitter, I guess, last night. Uh, I got to see Amik commenting on it. You can see a, a number of former Tech players. Uh, they love the guy. Yeah, they love the guy. Love Jeff Burris. Uh, reading the write-up that uh, Tech did, don't love to see all the stuff about what ULL did well, but that's our preference. I understand having to put it in there, but I, I really don't. And hey, that was right smack Holt. dab in the middle of Lou Holt's tenure. Was it? 86 to 96 was the Lou. He knows old Lou. Bob Davey was after him. Oh, Bob. Jerry Faust, fate, whatever, was before him. Okay. Wait, yeah. Yep. So I always forget Ty Bob. Tyrone Willingham was tw- two, uh, 2002 to 2004. He was terrible. Yeah, he didn't last long. Looks like he got fired right smack dab in the middle of 2004. What, yeah. Cheeseburger Charlie? No, Kent Byer finished, and then Charlie came. Old Charlie. Man, he's still eating cheeseburgers. Yeah. <laughs> he's still alive. You remember a uh, famous Notre Dame alum? Arnez Battle? Hmm. Played at CE. Yeah, how, how did that all? I thought you were about to say Brady Quinn. If memory serves me correct. Like Brady Quinn. The only didn't, guy didn't, I can didn't they go undefeated his senior year and then oh. come over here to James Field and not get the job done? Probably so. <laughs> I wasn't a Bird fan back then, Tape, so I Were forgot. you around yet? Probably right. not. I'm about to blow your mind. All right, let's hear it. I got a guy. You're going to love it. All right. Jeff Smarja. Oh, man, he was a damn. Hey, that's, I had a mad dude. hitter. Are we talking oh. Notre Dame or Chicago Cubs? If Notre Dame. That's that's when I remember starting to watch football was about that time. I'll tell you one thing. Richard Mendenhall wouldn't want to line up across Mm-mm. from Jeff Smarja. Mm-mm. I ain't no doubt about that. And let's go ahead and take our first time out. You listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Sports Talk 97.7. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're part of a team. This is Smoke Harris with the Bulldog. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LMB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Hey, DQ fans, the leaves are changing, and that only means one thing. The new fall blizzard treat menu's here. Dip it into the season with returning favorites like snickerdoodle cookie dough, pumpkin pie, Oreo hot cocoa, caramel fudge cheesecake, Reese's peanut butter cup pie, and the choco dipped strawberry. Or get your marshmallow on with the new Royal Reese's Flutter Nutter. That's seven crave-worthy treats, and they're only at participating DQ locations. We're happy it tastes good. Check out the Courtesy Automotive family with Courtesy Direct. Click it, pick it, then come get it. From our floor to your door, that's Courtesy Direct at buycourtesy.com. Shop 24-7 online or at two lots filled with seven of the leading brands. Chevy, GMC, Buick, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep Ram, and Jeep. The Courtesy Automotive family off I-20, exit 86, north and south of the interstate in Ruston. Oh, Courtesy, a great place to buy a car. Wake up. Did you know? Wake up and hear what you've been missing. It's the Nick Brown Show. Saturday mornings, 8 to 10 a.m. on 97.7. Follow Nick on Twitter, Facebook, and listen online. Wake up. Join us this Saturday. It's the Nick Brown Show, 8 to 10 a.m. Saturdays on 97.7. 
Want to find stuff out about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Welcome back Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Hey, man. Sunbelt Conference, Fears Conference, USA. <laughs> I like it, hey, man. ULL whines about eyeball while losing to Jacksonville State. I got to be honest, I, I get a lot of pleasure out of watching the oh. Cajuns lose. Yeah, they ain't talking so much anymore. They were pretty cocky for a few years, but they've backed off a little bit. The old Billy leaves town and yeah. the old wind took, the, took the W's with him. Left the L's. <laughs> Left the L's. Took what's the um, what's HUD up to um, Hudspeth? Oh, Mark Hudspeth. He's probably an analyst at some place. I like doubt it. <laughs> Do you want to know where Mark Hudspeth is? Actually, I do now. He is the head football coach (laughs) at Gulf Shores High School. Let's go. Shout out to you, Hud. Nothing wrong with that. You hold the NCAA record for vacated wins, and now you're coaching in high school, pal. Does he really? Probably. (laughs) Close to it, huh? He he's forty-two and seven in his high school career, so he's doing well. Says he's two and one in bowl games, and both of them have been vacated. <laughs> that sounds about right. All right, Dunkin' Dogs. Let's go back to last Tuesday night. We were live on the air. Tech was playing oh, South. And East. says he's won two state titles, so you put some respect on his name. Yeah, okay. shout out to you, Hud. Uh, Taves has the Pell's game on in here, and Chris Haynes is playing his guitar. This is baffling. Uh, so we're live on the air last Tuesday night. Tech's hosting Southeastern, going for their fourth win in oh. a row. Southeastern picked to win the Southland. They were two and seven. Didn't really know what to expect. Dogs blast out to a seventeen point halftime lead. They go ahead. They put them away with an eighty nine sixty win. Talik Chavez phenomenal, twenty two points. Isaiah Crawford had fourteen points, seven rebounds, four assists, four steals, two blocks. I get tired of reading his box score. It takes me forever because he just stuffs the stat sheet. Tyler Henry scores eleven points in fifteen minutes off the bench. It was a good win. Fast forward to Saturday night. On the road at St. Louis, A-10 school. Uh, I'm not going to call them a basketball power, but they're a basketball school. Like, they got some history in basketball. They're the Billikens. They're coached by former Oklahoma State head coach Travis Ford. Uh, quite frankly, he looked like Tim Floyd on the sidelines. Hmm. And Tech started slow. I think that's a accurate depiction of what happened. Uh, St. Louis led by 10 at the break. Isaiah Crawford didn't score a point in the first half, which probably not a great recipe in the first half, and your leading scorer gets two fouls and ends up on the bench due to foul trouble. And then go to the second half. I thought our buddy Rafe, regular caller, Bleed Tech Blue Radio, does a great job calling in after football games as well on our award-winning post-game show. <laughs> Winning, yep. It would be. It would be if, the, if there was a If awards. we put in yeah, for it. Yeah. Um, he said that Tech walked them down in the second half. And I like that. Walked them down. Trailed by as many as 13. Eventually take a six-point lead. And then the final minute happened. Terrence Hargrove had one point. And about his first 25 minutes on the floor. He scored 12 points over the last couple minutes of that game. Tech missed a couple free throws in the final minute. They were up six with 21 seconds to go. Hardgrove hits the game winner, walk-off dub. To be fair, was he had 
two threes within seconds. Yeah. Or daggers. Tough shots. But I'll say this. I want to say a number of things. First thing, obviously you can't lose that basketball game. You you can't. Like, Daniel Baccio gives you 18 points, 13 rebounds, 3 blocks. Crawford scores 18 points in the second half. Tyler Henry gives you 15 points off the bench, was a tremendous boost, especially in the first half when Tech was struggling to score the basketball. I thought in the final minute, a lot's being made of the final minute. Like, can't lose the basketball. I agree. But at the same time, I think you executed how you wanted to execute. Sean Newman's a 90% free throw shooter. How many free throws did we miss in the last two minutes? Was it two? Well, in the last minute, we missed two. Okay. Four of six, Newman was. Yeah, which it's not in a perfect world, you go six for six. Yes. But still, I mean, one of the situations that happened for St. Louis was it was just perfect. Like it was. It was. Dude, dude was, hit a thirty footer at the buzzer yeah. with a hand in his face. That's what I'm like. It's this is what you foul for. You know, at the end of basketball games, you're like, oh, this is annoying. It's like the three percent chance it works. Like this was it. That was the three yeah. percent chance, and it happens to it you every every now and then. I've been really happy with how the Tech basketball team has played up until this point. That's one you walk. You just it but, got. But I want to say this: like the execution late was perfect. Like you got your ninety percent free throw shooter right to the line three separate times. And listen, he missed two in this situation. You fast forward to tomorrow night against Seattle. He's the guy you want to get to the line with the game on. And listen, I don't have a problem with that. Another thing, Tech didn't have a turnover in this basketball game. And listen, this is a team. They've been pretty bad about turnovers here recently. Zero turnovers. First time in college basketball since 09. Which has been a minute. Been I was in minute. high school. That really is incredible. So that speaks volumes. I mean, we, we'd say that's a coaching thing. Like, hey, congrats to Talvin Hester for tightening the boys up. Here's the problem. I did not like Coach Hester calling the timeout in the middle of okay. his free throws. That's a good point. You iced your guy. He did ice his guy. I think if he could get a do-over, he'd probably change the timeout to after the second free throw. Correct, correct. I think in his mind, it was 90% guy at the foul line. Yep. You're not going to ice a 90% foul shooter. Nope. But. Believe in my guy, he's a dog. He did ice the guy. I agree. Now, you want to talk about a coaching mistake. I think but that's that something may be you a, learned from. That may be a hindsight coaching mistake. Possibly. I think all the analytics, everything else says that's when you do it. But when he misses it, you're like, why did you do that? And this brings me to my point. I still don't like it. I don't either. Beck, this brings me to my point. Tech lost. I kind of like the feeling. Like the feeling's not the right word. It's been a while since we've had one of those where it's like, oh, that hurts. Yeah. Like, I miss the feeling of a good a good game, regardless of sport, where you let one get away, where you walk away from it going, should have won that game. Cross Tech Athletics here recently, last year, last year and a half. Mm-hmm. Hadn't had a whole lot of tight wins with good quality opponents. And and really pretty happy with how you played. Yeah. It's been a lot of, well, that was ugly, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. And here we are. This is what we do. We talk about how you want to lose. That's a tough way to lose. But, man, to look at the, the stat sheet. And I'm like, I right, man, we, we kind of did what we set out to do. It just didn't go our way. Yeah, You probably could defend it a little better. St. Louis shot 54%. Old Gibson Jimerson, what a name, by the way. Jimerson. Man, he was hitting some shots, looking like Jimmer Fredette. Remember Jimmer Fredette? Nope. You don't? I don't know. James, what is wrong with him? Are you surprised? You don't remember Jimmer Fredette from BYU? No. Like a six-foot white guy that averaged 36 a night. How, how long ago? Like when we were in college. 
Yeah, that would be why. Yeah. 10, 12. Yeah. Maybe like, 15. Did you go to the NBA? Well, it was like the top 10 pick in the NBA yeah, and scored two a night. Really? Oh, he couldn't handle it. Hot trash. Big Tebow of of the NBA. Yeah. What are you saying? Oh, he was hot trash. Couldn't, couldn't get a shot off on guys 6'6. Six, six. Did great in China, though. Did he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Make a lot of money over there. Probably. A lot of yen. Probably. Probably. Probably still playing. Probably 35 years old. What's his name? Jimmer Fredette. What a name. Uh,. I thought the Ezawiro kid for St. Louis was a difference maker. He was a two-time transfer. We saw the two-time transfer hoopla in college basketball last week where they were deemed eligibility throughout the year. He comes off the bench, scores 17 and 19 minutes. He was he was St. Louis's answer for Daniel Baccio. And, listen, he fouled out in 19 minutes. So, yeah, he was an answer. I don't know if he was a, you know, he was a great answer on the offensive end. He didn't really slow Baccio down. But I, I, I mean, think, who can, honestly? Yeah, Bacho, Bacho Man. I'm going to give it to you all one more time. Bacho, Bacho Man. God, I love Lynn Rollins. Oh, man, Taze, I'm in the Christmas spirit. Lynn Rollins is the goat. Uh, But like you said, like, you go on the road, it's not going to be easy to win. Like, you go on the road tomorrow night at Seattle. But I got real, real quick, real quick. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Google something here for you. By the way, if you're out in our listening audience, so we got these little computers in here, and we, we can Google things. Stat Guy does it sometimes. And I want to show you the arena that the Seattle Redhawks play in. Check oh, it's out. a nice little high school. It looks it looks smaller than some high schools. Check this out, Tapes. Would you kind of like that? Tapes? Beck? You ride up on them. Not sure that you're wanting to be playing in the old uh, I.A. Lewis facility. It, it looks kind of D2-ish. Uh, Tabes, I'd go in AI. Yeah. I mean, you might could get our parents in there. All, oh, we got 14 oh, players on the team. Ben, you might get gonna, their parents You're going to love Jimmer Fredette's. Yeah, let me hear about yeah. it. So he, BYU. Yeah, bounced around the NBA until 2016, his last – Oh, nope. Oh, he went back to the... Okay, 2016, he had a 10-day contract with the Knicks. That fizzled out. He didn't score anything. Then he goes to the D-League. Yeah. Okay. Then he plays for the Shanghai Sharks. Balling. From 2016 to 2019. Did pretty good. 41 games. He he averaged 37 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists a game. (laughs) Look at fill it up. Uh, He signed with them on a two-year deal. Oh, he had a 75-point game. Nice. Yep. And then he goes to the Phoenix Suns. They call him Kobe. Yeah, went back in 2019 to the Phoenix Suns uh, for a little bit. Yep. Uh, yeah, they declined to pick up his op- his option after playing six games. Then he goes to the the Panath. Oh boy, Panathinaikos. Yeah. Uh, of Greece's top tier yeah. basketball league. Yep. Played in there for a year. Jimmer. Then he went back to Shanghai. They said we need you back, Shanghai Sharks. You're a shark for life. Come back. Uh, he is the all time three point leader. For the Shanghai Sharks. You can fill it up. Yep. And then he went to the Denver Nuggets Summer League in 2022. And now, Ben, now he's playing in the in the three-on-three basketball Oh, tournament. love it. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Ice Cube. Yeah. He played in the, the basketball tournament, which is a thing. Yeah. And now he's on the three-on-three. Shout out to hey, Ice Cube. But he's hopes of qualifying with, for the 2024 Paris Olympics with the three-on-three. Three. Oh, that'll that? be What tight. do you call that? Three-on-three. Three-on-three. Three-on-three basketball team. Good. All right, let's go ahead and take our next time out. We got Tech assistant basketball coach Aaron Smith joining us live from Seattle. 
Dunkin' Dog Seattle set for a uh, 9 p.m. tip-off tomorrow night. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk 97.7. As summer comes to a close, you may have a kid heading off to school. That's a great reason for a complete car checkup from Walpole Tire and Service. They'll diagnose check engine lights and service everything from brakes to shocks and suspensions. And if that car needs tires, you'll find big rebates on the largest selection of name brand tires, including Goodyear, Bridgestone, Firestone, Continental, and more. Walpole Tire and Service, Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. Courtesy, a great place to buy a car. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Two pre-owned lots, local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre-owns. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, Ruston. It's bow time. Get fired up tonight because Bojangles has your family meal covered. Always scratch made, always by hand. Not in a microwave oven, but an oven oven. Biscuits baked 49 steps fluffy, chicken marinated 12 hours bold, and more fresh made fixings to choose from. We've got the cooking tonight so you can enjoy more time with your family and more home cooking for your money. Order your family meal on the app tonight. It's bow time. Bojangles is now offering bone-in chicken on Louisville Avenue in Monroe and Farwell Highway in Ruston. How about them dogs? Head coach Sonny Cumbie and company play six home games at the Joe this season, starting with a week zero matchup against FIU on August 26th. Season tickets are on sale now. Don't miss the high-flying action in Ruston. Call 318-257-3631 or go to latexsports.com backslash tickets today. Bark away, Bulldog fans. It's almost go time at the Joe. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Haynes, John Tabor, Sports Talk 97.7. Let's go right to the hotline. Louisiana Tech men's basketball assistant coach Aaron Smith joins us. Coach, how we doing tonight out in Seattle? Oh, just cold and in, uh, in the rain. I hear you. That, that <laughs> figures this time Always of year. in the rain, yeah. I, I want to ask you this, though. A, a unique road trip, obviously, you get a couple of days with the team. Uh, I guess really a, a good opportunity for you guys to continue building chemistry. I know you don't probably don't get a lot of these road trips this time of year. Uh, how unique is it for you and your coaching staff just to get all the guys in one spot and kind of go out and see what Seattle's like this week? Yeah, it's been great. You know, like especially yesterday, we had a lot of free time. It was cool. We, you know, we took the guys to the Space Needle and all that, and the, the farmers market there. And our strength coach, uh, Coach Blake, was able to catch one of the fish and all that kind of stuff that they throw. So it's been uh, it's been really cool. You can tell the guys are having a good time, and uh, we're definitely enjoying it. So you look at this team. Obviously, you guys are off to a nine and three start. I think a lot of the the noise that you guys have made early in the year certainly got our attention. Certainly got. Uh, a, a lot of attention across the country on the defensive end of the floor. Going back to the preseason, did you think? Did you guys think that y'all had this type of potential uh, on that end of the floor? 
You know, Coach Esther always, you know, I mean, obviously he's a defensive guy and, and, and we harp on it all off season. And, uh, you know, we knew we definitely had the potential to be, you know, really, really good defensively just with, you know, the link that we have, you know, pretty much at every spot, you know, being able to, you know, mix and match lineups and things like that. But, uh, you know what I mean? Just, just the link is what really helps us a lot. And, and just, you know, Coach Esther's system, obviously. And, you know, the four guys that we have back, obviously being, being good in practice and helping the, the new guys learn and all that kind of stuff since really since, you know, late June, July. So it's been, uh, that's what's helped us out a lot. Coach, can you talk a little bit about Daniel Botch? I mean, he's just electric and really a, a different type of player to when you have a guy that that's, that, that is that long and, and with the skill set that he has, that's got to be uh, pretty unique and fun to coach. Can you talk a little bit about him and, and, and what his, or how y'all got him to come here, like the recruiting process and uh, for, for, to get him here? Because uh, he's been electric to watch from a, from a fan's perspective, and a lot of people I know ask about him. Yeah, for sure. No, you know, uh, Daniel Bacho, he's, he's a great kid, and, and he's, you know, he's worked hard from day one. Obviously, uh, Coach Hester and uh, Coach DMAC were with him at, at Texas Tech, and so they, you know, had, had built a good relationship with him. And, and obviously they were, uh, you know, people that, that he trusted, you know what I mean? From his, from his time there at Texas Tech. So that obviously helped us a ton in, in getting him. And, uh, you know, obviously it was great when we got the, uh, got the waiver approved for him and, and he's been great since. I mean, he, he really causes a lot of, uh, problems for the opponent, uh, you know, on the defensive end of the floor, just with his length, obviously not just with blocking shots, but, you know, just contesting and walling up and, and making the opponent shots more difficult and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, he, he does a lot of stuff, obviously, that shows up on the stat sheet, but, but does a lot that doesn't as well. Coach Hester's talked a lot, I guess, really since Terry Miller's gotten healthy. Uh, I guess the uniqueness when you look at a guy like Daniel Bacho versus you look at a guy like Terry Miller and some of the things that he can do, uh, especially on the offensive end of the floor, how does that change things for you guys as far as when you go in, now that he's getting more comfortable talking about Miller, uh, and, and how you can game plan in different ways with the different skill sets. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think that helps. You know, Terry is, is still coming along from, you know, from his injury. He was out for a while, and, uh, you know, he's starting to get that, you know, get that pop back a little bit. But but he's definitely just – he's a really, really good scorer on the block and, and a great passer as well. And so, you know, we're hoping he continues to, you know, keep working hard and kind of – just get get all the way back to to what we saw kind of before his injury uh before the season started and and hopefully that you know obviously you know takes place uh you know right around conference time so we're definitely going to need him coach look, watching this team over last year's team um just to the naked eye you can tell that this team has a lot of chemistry can you talk a little bit about um how how you guys develop that as coaches or why you think it's worked so well this year there's a lot of selfless basketball playing a lot of pressure's been taken off of Isaiah Crawford to to be the guy for everything can you just talk about how how this team plays so well together and and why it's working yeah for sure you know I think you know coach Hester's always said from the jump and I think you know built a career on you know believing that you know you can you can win at a high level with with high character kids you know with good kids and so you know, when we went out, you know, obviously the, the four guys we brought back and then the, you know, the nine that we signed, uh, just, you know, all good kids, you know what I mean? That, that want to be coached that are about the right things. And, and, and that's, that's really key when it comes to, you know, chemistry and when it comes to all those things, like it just really helps that, that we know that these guys are, are high character kids, not perfect. Like, you know, nobody is, but just guys that, that want to be coached and that want to work, you know, and, and I know coach Esther says it a lot, but you know, it's fun to, you know, get to coach these dudes every day in practice. You know what I mean? They show up, they want to work, and uh, you can tell. I mean, there's been, 
you know, some highlight possessions this year where, you know, you see some per you know, one of our guys could have got a shot and he throws the one more to somebody that has a better shot. And, and, you know, it's just fun to watch and fun to coach. Beck mentions Isaiah Crawford, the, the uniqueness to his game, obviously, you know, a six, five kid with elite wingspan can do so many things on the floor, so many different things. Well, uh, on the floor, how, how is, does having him as kind of a chess piece, uh, bring value almost, you know, single-handedly game to game. Yeah, for sure. Isaiah is, you know, obviously a special player. Everybody in Ruston knows, and you know, I've seen him play for you know for a long time. But uh, like you said, with his wingspan, number one, you know, on the defensive side, like you know, really he can play point. But I mean, even if we have him in at the three, uh, and then you add, you know, like Drayvon and Bacho in there, you got you got three guys in the lineup that have over a seven foot wingspan. You know, and and so like that. That obviously is going to be great on the defensive side of the uh, the floor, but then you know with Isaiah and just his ball handling and, and passing skills as well, it's great to uh, you know for him to be able to dribble the ball up sometimes or to be able to make plays. So it's not always uh, on the point guard because that can be uh, you know a tough job if somebody's got to do that 30, 35, 40 minutes a night. Tough loss the other night at St. Louis, obviously with the buzzer beater at the end. But you guys had zero turnovers offensively. Uh, I believe CBS Sports says since 2009, the last time that happens or happened. Uh, Sean Newman, such a calming influence at that point guard position. How, how much does he mean to this team? Yeah, Sean's you know a great point guard. Uh, just you know makes the right plays and, and and knows how to play. He's a great teammate, and so obviously him playing you know so much and us having zero turnovers, uh, he, he's got a lot to do with that. Uh, and I've I've never seen a game like that. Like you said, it hasn't happened since 2009 at the college level, but. Uh, you know, pretty crazy, and a lot has to do with with him. Ball in his hands, uh, you know, making the right decisions. Uh, you know, I kind of foresee it happened in St. Louis. I kind of foresee it happening, you know, more in the future. Teams kind of really trying to force him to uh, to be a scorer. You know what I mean? And, and going under a lot of ball screens and things like that. And so, uh, you know, we got a lot of lot of film to watch and kind of a lot of lot of things to uh, you know figure out as far as the the best way to attack that. But. You know, when you have a kid like that not being able to turn the ball over much, and and uh, you know, we know that the ball is uh, is in good hands with him, so it's it's uh, it helps a lot for sure. Coach Ben and I talked about it earlier in the show, just on paper and and, and what we perceive it was y'all's game plan. You executed pretty dang well at St. Louis, and it just seems like one of those games where everything went right at the end for St. Louis. As a coach, how do you? What's the locker room like after that? A loss like that, and then how do you, how do you coach those kids, and how do you encourage them going forward um, to to get over a loss of that caliber? Yeah, it's it's hard, you know what I mean. Just them scoring, I think it was like eleven points in the last twenty eight seconds, and you know obviously the shot at the end was tough, and so it's you know the locker room is is uh, you know it's it's very very heavy, you know what I mean after after a game like that, and uh, you know Coach Hester did a good job of just you know like making sure that. You know, one, our guys kept their head up, you know what I mean? But at the same time, understanding, you know, some of the mistakes that we may have made that uh, that we need to correct. But, you know, this this is a team that, that wants to win, that, that hates to lose. And so it was it was definitely hard, but I, I think we're going to be better because of it. I got to ask you this. Uh, we, we've looked online at Seattle's arena. Is that something you talk about with the players, just knowing that you don't play in such a small arena most nights? Yeah, I don't. We haven't uh, talked about it much. You know, it's funny though. It's, as far as when it comes to shooting, uh, a lot of times it's uh, it's easier to shoot in gyms like that. So uh, hopefully we can uh, we can make a lot of threes tomorrow night. But 
you know, not something that we spent a, a great deal of time talking about. We uh, we practiced here yesterday. It was in their uh, on their practice court, though. But then uh, we get a practice tonight, and it'll be uh, it'll be on their main court. So hopefully, we get used to it, and uh, shouldn't be an issue. Coach, you mentioned it's easier to shoot in a gym like that. Why is that? Is that depth perception with, with space behind the basket? What attributes to that being easier to score in a gym like that? Yep, that's exactly right, and, and it's probably not an exact science, but that's just kind of how uh, how I always felt. But the depth perception is much easier whenever you got that wall uh, right behind the goal, for sure. Last question, we'll let you get out of here. What, give us a brief scouting report on what Seattle uh, will look like tomorrow night. Yeah, I mean, you know they're they're a good team. I think they're picked. Uh, I want to say third in the WAC, or uh, I believe third in the in the WAC preseason, and uh, you know they won the regular season. Uh, you know last year. Uh, they got Cameron Tyson, who's, uh, who's an electric guard, uh, averaging like 18 points a game. Really, really good score. Uh, their point guard, uh, Schumacher is really good. Doesn't shoot it as, uh, as much, shoot it as well, but he can really get to a spot. So, I mean, it's going to be a tough matchup. They, uh, they played Washington, uh, I guess two nights ago on Sunday and took them to double overtime. They were actually up by, I think, as much as 16 in the second half. And so, you know they're they're a really good basketball team. Obviously, we're on the road. It's never easy to win on the road, but it'll be uh, you know I mean it's going to be a great test for us uh, here heading into Christmas. Great stuff, Coach. We appreciate it. I know y'all got a lot going on. Thanks for taking some time to join us. Oh, my pleasure, guys. Thanks for having me. Aaron Smith, Louisiana Tech men's basketball assistant coach, joining us tonight. Uh, I'm all in on basketball. About to hit eighty percent from three tomorrow. You think? Death perception. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay. I, that I, is interesting. I, I obviously did not play high school or college basketball, but on my wedding day. Who was uh? Who was the, the? Who was the? Uh, Probably Mike White. No, no, no. Who was the athletic director at the time? It wasn't Bruce, right? T Mac. T Mac. Not emailed him. Yeah. I had a friend that was a manager for the team. I said, "Hey," he said, "That's fine. Y'all play as long as he can help you get in the gym." And we got practice later in the morning, so we went and played. Uh, it's freaking hard. None of but nobody made a shot. Depth, Depth perception. Awesome. We've been yeah. playing in the church gym with the basket with the wall, you know, two feet behind the basket, and you go in there, and it it. It does matter. Throw the three ball yeah, off. Just air ball. You're not a right. pure shooter. Not even just me. Everybody. Everybody was You're everybody. not a pure shooter. Yeah. So that's a thing. Is. Yeah, it is. I appreciate Aaron Smith for joining us. Like I said, Dunkin' Dogs on the road tomorrow night at Seattle. It's a 9 p.m. tip on ESPN+. Plus. Be back right for this. Every day is game day at the dugout in Ruston. Warm up with our bases loaded nachos and fried pickles. Make the call to the bullpen for that home run chili cheeseburger combo. And our chicken wings and chicken strips, well, they'll make you feel like an all-star. And you have to try our new Texas tacos. Plus, the dugout has the best frozen daiquiris in town. That's the dugout 2008 Champions Way in Ruston at the Ruston Sports Complex. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're a part of a team. This is Anna Robertson with The Lady Texters. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LNB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender member FDIC. 
remember the, I remember the moment. I remember the moment. I'll never forget that moment. As long as I live. As long as I live. A storage tank ruptured, and for miles, chemicals were pushing up against the riverbanks. This was a big, big deal, and it was going to have a serious impact on communities up and down the river. I remember the moment this local guy came up to me and said, they call the guard out for this stuff? You probably thought we were all about hurricanes, tornadoes, fighting Mother Nature. Hey, it's a chemical spill. It's a disaster. It affects the water supply, threatens wildlife. We're talking about the health of entire communities and people's livelihoods. You bet we're ready for these kinds of things. We were out there with booms to prevent the spill from expanding. We're responsible for protecting and monitoring the sensitive wetlands. I also remember the moment that same guy came up to me and said, I don't know what we would have done if they hadn't called the guard up. Learn more about how you can protect your friends, families, neighbors, and the environment. Everything that makes up your community. Go to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Louisiana National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. Don't have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries. Just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio. BC, Beck Ains, John Tabor. All I got to say is, ho, 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 Merry Christmas. We got Robbie and Chalmette. Robbie, what's up? Hey, what are you saying, boss? Man, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas down here, boss. So, man, I tell you what, y'all talking about shooters, gyms, shooters, gyms, back when I played, you know, I'd go up to Idaho, that was in the West, that's the shooters' gym and the Kibbe Dome, you know what I'm saying? I but what really is, I, I played in the member camp last year at Squire Creek Country Club. We got in the swimming pool, and Sonny Cumbie was in there, and they got that little girl in there, and I was dotting his eye. I was like, oh, oh. And he tried to block it. I was like, oh, nothing but that. I ended up turning the net off in the Squire Creek pool in front of Steve Davidson and Eric Wood. I was like, that's where your boy come be right there. That's where your boy come be right there. That's a shooter's pool. That's a shooter's pool. But I tell you what, I tell you what, Calvin Hester, I mean, shoo, doing a good job with them boys, son. That boy, that boy good. That boy good. I tell you what. We going to Harris tonight. We getting off the boat. We going to Harris tonight, and I put some money on the dogs and Coach T to make it to the March Madness. Let's go, man, Robbie. It's good to hear from you. A little concerned about your well-being when we don't hear from you for months. A little surprised you made it up to North Louisiana and they let you in the gates over there at the creek. But hey, glad you were here, uh, Ben. What do you say, I, that boy gut? I don't know. I'm not, <laughs> but if, if the hype's the making say. it down to the coast, okay, T- Hester's doing something right. Coach T. Coach T. <laughs> I'm dotted Cumbie's eye Shooter. in the pool. <laughs> Shooter's pool. All-time call from Robbie. We appreciate it. Oh, you Robbie. can get us on a number. I don't know it, but. Triple eight nine nine three seven seven six two. Been working here for seven years, and you ain't got a clue. Nope. That was about right. Oh, Robbie. Robbie's not even a legendary legend in his own mind. He is truly a legend. He's in every sense of the word. 
That was good. That was a Christmas <laughs> surprise. And by golly, he might be uh, calling back again. <laughs> 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 oh, oh man. We got our buddy Rafe. Let's go right back to the hotline. Rafe, how we doing tonight? Man, I'm doing great. I don't, I, that was a, that little ending on that phone call was, was excellent. That that should be in it. You should actually record that and play that every every show. But Rafe, about the Rafe, basketball team, Rave, your yeah. phone sucks. Yeah. Calls back. Uh, we got a little clicking, clicking, clicking yeah, noise. Calls back, Rafe. Uh, sorry, Claire. I didn't mean to say sucks. Uh, no, the connection's bad. Yeah, though. it sucked though. Real in bad. Our ear. Yeah, but we want to hear what you got, Rave. So call us back. Uh, you're a basketball guy. Rave knows football, but he also knows basketball. Well, Rave's probably jacked up that you were all in on hoops. Would you say you're eighty percent in on hoops? <laughs> did I give you a number? Yeah, I think you did. Hmm. I'm I'm all about the hoops right now. Yeah. I it, listen. To I don't know if it's because of how bad football's been, but I just when you watch this team, you can tell. Like last year, when you watched them, you could tell it wasn't great. I, I think that for me. And, Rafe, you can get us back if you got time, 888-993-7762. I think for me, and I think you asked the perfect question. I probably did. To Coach Smith talking about the chemistry aspect because, like, it, it, can't, be, it can't be easy to build chemistry with nine new transfers. Let's go back to the hotline. We got Rafe. Rafe, how are you? That's a better connection. Yeah, We're much good. better, Rafe. Is it better? Is it better now? Can you hear me? We're good. We're good. We got you. We got you. Okay. All right, man. Well, I was going to talk about the basketball team. I mean, you have to think about, to me, you have to think about the where we're at as far as it's just forming right now. It's, it's early stages. You have to look at the different variables on the team, like different players, what their potential is, and what it could be. And I, I feel like, personally, we're not even operating at 50%, you know, yeah. across the board as far as the product we're going to have. And, I mean, if they just added the right ingredients, and I do not know how they did that. I don't know if it's dumb luck or extremely shrewd recruiting, but it was. it's not just the players. It's the mix of players yeah. that they added to me that makes a difference. And. And I, 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 I really think that um, we're going to be a tournament team. I, I, I really think that. Yeah, I, I think you make a good point. And it's like Beck and I were just saying, like, like you, you ask the questions, and it's one of those things. You talk about just the right pieces that work well with one another. Like, it, it's so hard for us as we try to analyze, like, how do you do that? I, I think it's one of those things that you can't really put your finger on it, but you watch them on the floor, and they go really well with one another. Exactly, and it's, it's they're all complimentary. <clears throat> There's not a lot of selfishness in, in the group. I mean, they, they seem to go along. But, I mean, it, it, you can't find a botcher just under a rock. You yeah. have to have previous relationships for a guy like that. But Newman, like, how did you get that guy? And then <clears throat> Henry's uh, maturity and experience is really good. It flows well with, with Mangum, you know, and, and how he plays. I, I just I, I think that we're probably going to beat Seattle. I, I watched them play Washington, and that was a good game, and they're very talented. But and, and you know, kind of a mature team as well. But I, I don't think they can handle our defense. And to be honest, I guess these next two road games we'll see kind of where we are. But I think we can beat Seattle, 
We'll see, but Grant, Grant, if I was Grand Canyon, I definitely wouldn't want to sleep on us. I mean, I, I do think, having said all that, we're, we're going to make a run for the conference. I mean, I, I haven't watched Liberty, but but I've watched us, and, and I've watched a whole lot of basketball. And this team is, is different than what we've had for a long time. No doubt. Great stuff, Rafe. We appreciate it, buddy. All right, man. Y'all be good. That's that's a great point. I mean, it's it's you can tell it's different. Well, and, and I think too, like you go back to the team two years ago with Kenneth Lofton, and like on that it was pretty centered around him. It was centered around Junior. And look, you had good pieces. Like Kobe Williams is a good player. Like Keaston Willis is a good player. Like you, I'm not saying you don't have good players around him, but like you watch this team, and it's like 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 you go a full game without a turnover, and like when Sean Newman was out. You were averaging 20-and-a-half turnovers a game. And you talk about, like, a Drayvon Mangum and a Tyler Henry. It's like a 6'8 kid and a 6'4 kid, but they blend so well together. And it's like race. You're not getting a guy like Daniel Boccio without a previous relationship, but, like, the dude's a game-changer. Like, you go back to Michael Kaiser when we were in school. Michael Kaiser was really good. But if you had any sort of girth to you... You can stop him. Like, you might break his chest. Like he was a little scrawny. He was skinny. Yeah, like, to eat. like Appleby. He could throw it down, but he was a little thin. But I, I, I it's like Rafe said, it might be dumb luck. I don't know. But like you watch these guys and you're like, all right, like I you, It just seems like we're we're not like we're not a one trick pony either. No, and it's a twelve round fight every night. And how how many times have we said like we don't we have lacked scores we more than one. And we've had Lofton, we've had some other ones, but you just didn't have a bunch of guys. Like, this but, year we got it. But you go back to St. Louis on Saturday. You're down 13 in the second half. You lose that game by 30 last year. Oh, easily. Like, we've, we've seen that game for so long, and it's like the team the other night's like, keep punching us. <laughs> like, keep punching us. Like, keep punching us. We're going to come back. Oh, Lord. Here we go. Uh, a Christmas encore. Robbie and Shelmet's back. Robbie, what you got? Yeah, we just got out of the locker room, showered up. We got out the pokey plant, and we headed into the city. And uh, I put on my tune-in radio, my app for 97.7. I hear this guy talking about ingredients and how you get this and how you get that guy. Man, stop asking questions, bro. Let T do his thing, man. Don't even ask questions. How you get this dude? Like, what in the world? But, yeah, we a playoff team. We a March Madness team. That's what it's, That's what's up, man. I mean, don't question Coach T. Don't ask how he got there. Don't act like you're a basketball genius, like you read our back or something like that, sitting in there in your trailer house smoking a cigar or something, watching old Larry Bird videos. You know what I'm saying? Like, let Coach T do his thing, man. Don't ask questions. That's what I'm talking about. I'm trying to go to Harris. I got this dude driving me like a bat out of hell. We're trying to get to the ninth ward. And I'm like, man, what's up? But I'm listening to that. I'm like, man, what? what's this dude talking about a race? Is he a race? Like, what's a race? Like, Robbie, you better race. get on to Harris. You better get on to Harris before you get in trouble. All right, <laughs> Robbie. You let- Enjoy Drink it, some Robbie. water, Robbie. Drink some water. 
Get on to Harris. Hey, we appreciate all of our callers. Robbie's we, on we, a heater tonight. Robbie's on a heater. We have uh, we have the likes. We got two ends of the spectrum. You got Rafe, who's who's got some Knowledgeable. sense and knowledge and and some poise, and then you got Robbie, who's just firing from the hip uh, on red his way to Harris. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, anyways, this is. Uh, I mean, that, what a treat. Rafe and Shabby times. Shabby, Shabby. We'll call Robbie, him Robbie from Shabby. <laughs> Man, we got a break coming up. We need a break. Yeah, we need a let's, break. Let's take a break. Let's go ahead and take a break. You listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk 97.7. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're part of a team. This is Smoke Harris with the Bulldog. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LMB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. It's bow time. Get fired up tonight because Bojangles has your family meal covered. Always scratch made, always by hand. Not in a microwave oven, but an oven oven. Biscuits baked 49 steps fluffy, chicken marinated 12 hours bold, and more fresh made fixings to choose from. We've got the cooking tonight so you can enjoy more time with your family and more home cooking for your money. Order your family meal on the app tonight. It's bow time. Bojangles is now offering bone-in chicken on Louisville Avenue in Monroe and Farmville Highway in Ruston. Check out the Courtesy Automotive family with Courtesy Direct. Click it, pick it, then come get it. From our floor to your door, that's Courtesy Direct at buycourtesy.com. Shop 24-7 online or at two lots filled with seven of the leading brands. Chevy, GMC, Buick, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep Ram, and Jeep. The Courtesy Automotive family off I-20, exit 86, north and south of the interstate in Ruston. Courtesy, a great place to buy a car. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubach Rustin Monroe 97.7. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888 993 7762. When we walked in here tonight, didn't know it. I'll, I'll, I told Beck, I told Taves, I was like, guys, outside of Aaron Smith, outside of a little bit of recruiting, outside of maybe some Jeff Burris, I don't know what we're going to talk about tonight. Uh, Robbie and Chalmette solved some of those issues. Rafe was tremendous as always. Uh, Robbie chimed back in because he's a legend. Mm. Um, I hope he doesn't stay too long at Harris tonight. Because it could get ugly. It could. I'm talking about the money that he uh, worried about old old uh, Robbie's bank account. All right, we got signing day tomorrow, Ben. Correct? Yeah, Early he, signing day. He jacked up about it. No, but what? Well, let me tell you. Has 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 the landscape of in a, like what? Okay. We, we seem to be getting a lot of JUCO, junior college, well, community I, college guys. Beck, I'll tell you this. Tech's got two JUCO players committed. There, there's some more on the radar, obviously. I think here's. Is a, it impossible for a G five program like us without a bunch of NIL money to be getting? No. Here's the thing. There's a bunch of different angles. Okay. So you look at it from Tech's perspective. We, we've talked about three and nine, three and nine, three and nine. Last three years. Go back 2020 is five and five. Quite frankly, that 2020 season was rough too, just in terms of every, all the moving pieces. 
I think you're going to see Tech from a JUCO standpoint. You get you got to get some plug and play guys. You mentioned earlier in the show you don't get excited for high school guys. You don't see them play a lot. I, I think we all understand that as far as early in their careers. Tech's got ten high school guys signed. I'll run through those real quickly. Andrew Richard, center from Central in Baton Rouge. Kyler Corn, oh. offensive line out of Texas. Austin Ellis, offensive line out of Texas. Running back Fred Robertson. Uh, out of Warren Easton down in New Orleans. Tamarcus Gray uh, is a receiver out of Texas. Jay Simon, son of John Simon, receiver out of Calvary Baptist. Shout out to the alma mater. Oh, not doing it. Uh, Jacob Bradford, you remember his brother Jordan? Mm-hmm. Played for the Dogs back in 2019. Played for the Skipper. The Skipper. Oh, Robbie. We ah. didn't say Skipper. Um, defensive lineman Ashton Coker out of Katy, Texas. Cole Watson, a linebacker out of Tatum, Texas. Jaden Mayfield. Linebacker out of Russ, and obviously Mayfield's a stud. Uh, and then you look at your two junior college transfers, Jakari Foster, safety out of Hutchinson in Kansas, and then Travel Travel Vivian to defensive tackle out of Hines Community College over in Mississippi. So I'll say this. First off, signing junior college players in 2023 is significantly different than signing junior college players in 2015. A lot of junior college players in 2015 were there for a reason. Like, as far as, you know, not talented enough, didn't qualify to high school to go to a four-year school, or had some off-the-field issues. Now, you had your guys that were overlooked. You know you know what I'm saying? Like, you had your overlooked guys that obviously developed into great players. We, we've seen a ton of them. Right, like, right. Uh, you know, Nick Thomason mm-hmm. was a great mm-hmm. linebacker that played here. There's a number of them. Nowadays, with the transfer portal, and I'm going to go back to this, but with the transfer portal, some a lot of high school guys are getting overlooked, and so they're being forced to go to junior colleges. So the talent level at the JUCO ranks are higher than they were five, six, seven, eight years ago. Okay, all right. So you have that angle. You also have the angle, uh, and this is particularly in the Power Five, where you look at a school like Ole Miss, like Lane Kiffin, like every dollar that he makes, he's giving it back to a player to recruit him out of the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. So Ole Miss, South Carolina, Louisville, Arizona State, you kind of get where I'm going, Mid- mid-tier P5s, they are, have the point of view like, if I'm going to compete with Alabama, if I'm going to compete with Georgia, if I'm going to compete with Clemson, if I'm going to compete with Florida State, I'm going to do it through NIL. On the flip side of that, Georgia's got... 15-plus players in the portal. Bama's got 15-plus players in the portal. They're not participating in the whole pay-for-play for for high school kids. Not going to do it. Like, they're going to... You want to enter the portal because you don't like competition? We'll go sign another five-star kid. That's what we'll replace you. So there's a lot of different angles to it. I I just think... And and we've discussed this a lot. The, The early sign up period, and Sean and I talked about this on the sports company. Think about this for a second. Right now, we have college football bowl games. Mm -hmm. We have the transfer portal. We have National Signing Day tomorrow. That would be like the NFL having the NFL playoffs, free agency, and the NFL draft all at one time. That's very true. It's stupid. It's stupid. 
Like the, the well, college- then you you getting you're getting guys that are going in the portal that are not participating in the bowl games. They're taking off bowl games. Yep. Or they're in the portal and playing in a bowl game, which to me, if I'm a coach, they'll like, be Well, that's awkward. It is awkward. Why? I mean, what was the reason for the early signing period? Because that's new, right? Well, I, I think a lot of the reason for the early signing period was mid-year enrollees can sign in December and be on campus in January. And I get that thought in theory, but I also think, like, dude, if you want to enroll early, enroll where you want to enroll. Like, you, like, yeah, you don't, you haven't signed pen to paper, but go show up on Alabama's campus if you want to be there. Like, it's not like they're not going to hold your scholarship. It's true. I, I mean, go back, and Sean mentioned this too. Go back to 2017. Tech played in the DXL Frisco Bowl, and we drove over to Frisco and back in a night. I think the game tipped off, or tipped off, kicked off at 8 o'clock. We beat the living tar out of Sonny Dykes. You remember that? Yeah. He wore his hoodie. He yeah. still had the tag on it. Yeah, they had a GA coaching, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that same day, there was the early signing period. Like, that's that's like that's incredibly ignorant. Incredibly ignorant. 2018. Tech goes to the Hawaii Bowl. Freaking signing days on the same day as the Hawaii Bowl. You're five hours different. You're at 3 a.m. in the morning in Hawaii. You probably couldn't sleep because you were th- thrown off as it was. But, like, like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, college football is a disaster right now. It, it, and, and I'm not even talking. Like, the play on the field's fine. I, I'm not talking about the product on the field. I'm talking about the off the field, the scheduling, the... The conference the unregulated. It's, it's just. Oh, it's a disaster. It's it like, is a disaster. Well, and it's like you look at college basketball. We get the lawsuit for West Virginia. They want to play a two-time transfer. They go sue these people. Like, yeah, he's going to play. Okay. Well, then they're like, all right, we're going to revisit it on December the. I think it was the twenty seventh, which is next what Wednesday. Then they're like, ah, right, screw that. We're going to let all two-time transfers. They get free. They're not sitting out. Well, here's the problem. You, the NCAA made it very, very clear. Two-time transfers were going to have a tough time getting a waiver. Like, it was very clear. West Virginia, they're not happy about it. Well, guess what, Pat McAfee? Get over it. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they told you what the rule... And listen. So, all right. So now let's fast forward. You let every guy transfer as much as he wants to transfer. You want to play it. Alabama's a freshman. Georgia's a sophomore. Ole Miss is a junior. And... Uh, let's go to Tennessee as a senior. All right, fine. That's crazy. That's stupid. But what, what's the end game? Do we want to get to contracts? Do you really think... Do you really think that Mac Jones is going to sign at Alabama on a four-year contract? He's going to sign a one-year deal. Why wouldn't he? See what his value is after that year? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't he? I just wonder what's the... I mean, what's the end game? How's it? It's going to change. So how's it going to change? Well, I I thought Chip Kelly had a great idea. Did you? No, I didn't. Okay, so Chip Kelly has an idea. Obviously, UCLA head coach. UCLA is headed to the Big Ten, which another stupid thing. Which listen, if you want to play football in the Big Ten, I get it. Your softball team traveling to Rutgers is stupid. Stupid. True. Like go play Arizona. Yeah. Go play Arizona State. Go play Cal. I bet that'll be a dandy. So he says, put the 65 Power 5 teams in a league. Put the 65 Group of 5 teams in a league. Mm-hmm. And like the NFL, instead of the SEC being owned by ESPN in terms of broadcasting rights, 
and the Big Ten being owned by Fox, say, forget that. Like, Big Ten, or excuse me, ESPN, Fox, NBC, Amazon, Netflix, whoever wants to get involved, start buying up games. Seriously, yep. Because, you know, you got this billion-dollar deal in the SEC. You put all these teams together, all 130 of them, your billion-dollar deal will turn into, like, tens of billions. Mm -hmm. There's more products out there. Like, you become more valuable when there's a bidding war. But it'll never happen because the SEC and the Big Ten aren't going to give up their stranglehold on the college football landscape. And so, eventually, we're going to get to 30 teams, 35 teams, and we're going to be NFL light. And, listen, it might work. Like it, it, well, I say that it's going to work if that's what happens. But I, I it's going to have an odd feel to it. It just feels like if you're if you're a senior coming out of high feel. school, you're the options you have now, the things you have to think about now compared to five, ten years ago. Like it's overwhelming. Like you you have a value. You're a sixteen year old kid sitting in algebra one, thinking I'm about to make potentially five hundred thousand to a million dollars in a year and a half when I go to whatever school to. Yeah. It's like, that's weird. You, you can't be doing that. And then they're thinking, like, I'll go there, and if it doesn't work out, I'll just go somewhere. Like, no loyalty. Well, no. And, and, I, and I think, too, like, the thing that bothers me so much is, like, is the next thing we're going to do, are we going to say this about high school sports? Because how different is high school? It's the, essentially the same thing as college. You tell me Bronny couldn't have sold a bajillion jerseys at Sierra Canyon? Yeah. All right. But you see what I'm saying, though. I see what you're saying. Like I don't, I don't understand what the end game is. Like we're going to sign a two year deal for Joe Blow quarterback that throws for 242 yards a, get, a year at Bird High School. Like that's dumb. Like I, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like I, I don't understand. And like I'm, I'm not sitting here beating the dead horse that the NCAA is awesome. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that we like we probably do need some sort of revenue sharing. Like if you're going to pay 3 billion dollars for the SEC, well by God, the guys putting on the product deserve probably a little bit of it. True. But like it's like you said, if you're not going to play here, so you're just going to go there. I mean, I guess you could do the same thing at Argent or I could do the same thing at my job, but like it's not really and and the argument is always, well, co- coach can do it. Uh, yeah, coach pays $4 million to leave. He sure yeah, the, as heck can. The, uh, the other side of this is these athletes are, I mean, they're getting an education, which used to be important, you know. But that was that's a, a pricey, expensive thing, right? Like, yeah. You get an education. You are. Which we're paying for it. Apparently it's not valuable anymore. No, it's not. NIL is way more valuable. It's, it's, uh, I'd hate to be the guys in charge trying to figure out how to make this work, but it's it's different. I don't like it. Well, I think it's going to end up in a disaster if the federal government decides what goes down. Oh. And I've listened to like the guys that I respect in the media and, and how Myself? they you no know, and how they how they you know a lot of them are ex players, so they're like, hey, yeah. I'm, I'm this is an open market. Like you're, they're for the NIL and the players getting some money, but I'm like. You can tell they're like, I just, I'm for it, but I don't really know. No, but the, my problem with NILs is not NIL. Like, if I walk out of this building, what what company's calling me as their radio guy? Like, there ain't many. Hmm. Like, you can't tell me that Trey Harris was worth two hundred fifty five thousand or whatever, you know, whatever amount of money he was worth was worth that on the open market. 
Like, that's what it was worth it to Ole Miss to get him to come play there. But, like, if a business isn't paying him that money, it's just pay for play. Yeah. Like, if the local quick trip in town wants to pay Smoke Harris, I get it. Louisiana National Bank, our title sponsor, like, they do true NIL deals with tech athletes. Tech doesn't say, hey, Smoke, you want 50 grand to come play here? No, that ain't how it works. It's pay for play. I, why am I on this rant? Taves, let's go ahead and take your final timeout. I've had enough of the rant. You listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7. As summer comes to a close, you may have a kid heading off to school. That's a great reason for a complete car checkup from Walpole Tire and Service. They'll diagnose check engine lights and service everything from brakes to shocks and suspensions. And if that car needs tires, you'll find big rebates on the largest selection of name brand tires, including Goodyear, Bridgestone, Firestone, Continental, and more. Walpole Tire and Service, Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. Every day is game day at the dugout in Ruston. Warm up with our bases loaded nachos and fried pickles. Make the call to the bullpen for that home run chili cheeseburger combo. And our chicken wings and chicken strips, well, they'll make you feel like an all-star. And you have to try our new Texas tacos. Plus, the dugout has the best frozen daiquiris in town. That's the dugout 2008 Champions Way in Ruston at the Ruston Sports Complex. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're a part of a team. This is Anna Robertson with the Lady Texters. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LNB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank, equal housing lender member FDIC. Want to find stuff out about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Welcome back. Final segment of the show, BC, Beck Haynes, John Tabor. Ah, oh, forget that. Beck Haynes not here. He had to slip out early. Uh, we, won't, we won't tag him with a bye week this week. But uh, final segment of the show, uh, real quick, uh, I know this last segment's usually pretty short, uh, National Signing Day tomorrow. That's Wednesday, December the 21st. Uh, mentioned earlier, Tech has 12 commitments in their 2024 class. Will you be at Mission Control? Will I be what? What'd at Mission say? Control, at Tech. Yes. All right. Okay. Yes, I will. So I need to be on Twitter, is what you're saying? Yeah, Tech will be tweeting them out. I'll be retweeting them, supporting the program like I do, like a dog every year. And we'll have a live blog up as well. Uh, BleedTechBlue.com is the place to be. We are your number one source of Louisiana Tech Athletics. Just nine ninety five a month. Uh, we are unrivaled in our coverage of the Bulldogs. So like I said, 12 commitments in Tech's 2024 class. Shifting to the hardwood. Louisiana Tech. We had Aaron Smith on earlier. Uh, Duncan Dogs on the road at Seattle. Uh, it's a 9 p.m. tip-off tomorrow night. Tell you what you think the line is. Mm, pick them. Seattle favored by a point and a half. Okay. About right? That's close, yeah. A little road atmosphere. I, 
uh, I'm interested to see the the old small gym. That's uh, well, what? That's almost exactly. No, what it was Saturday. No, Tech was favored by three and a half. Oh, really? Yeah. So Seattle, a little bit better than St. Louis. We'll see. You think Seattle has a big home field advantage, home court advantage? Doesn't no. look like it. No. Looks like they'll be playing in front of a couple hundred. Uh, so that's a 9 p.m. tip on ESPN Plus. Red Hawks six and five overall. They're six and two at home. Their last game Sunday night. They lost in double overtime to the University of Washington. That game, I believe, was played in the old Seattle Sonics arena. Uh, so that, that was a bigger arena, big atmosphere. I, I would imagine it was a huge game for Seattle, just getting an opportunity uh, to square off with Washington. Uh, like Coach Smith mentioned, Cameron Tyson, elite scorer on the outside, 18 points a game. Uh, I believe five Red Hawks average double figures. They don't shoot it well from three, but the guys that can shoot it do shoot it well from three. That makes sense. They take a lot of bad shots. Pretty good defensive team. Uh, so it should be a good test for Talvin Hester's squad. Like, like we discussed, this three-game road trip, St. Louis, Seattle, Grand Canyon on the 30th. Uh, I, I don't know that any of us necessarily had at-large expectations entering the year. Uh, you know, if you wanted to get, possibly get involved in the at-large discussion, you probably got to go... 31 and 2 up until the Conference USA Championship game you lose that when you finish 31 and 3. Uh obviously that's not on the table at this point. Now, you could go 30 and 3, lose, go 30 and 4, you're probably still in the bubble. So, I think we'll learn a lot about Talvin Esther's team. They've played really well so far throughout the year. Uh good test tomorrow night against Seattle. ESPN Analytics gives Seattle a 64% chance of winning this game, which is interesting because you look at the betting lines only minus a point and a half, which is uh, a, a little bit different money line for Tech is even money tapes, even money on the Tech money line. I like it. I'll be on it. Oh, you will absolutely. Good to hear it, tapes. Good to hear it. Uh, Lady Texters, Brooke Store, got to talk about her and her team. Go back to Saturday. It's a big, big, big win. To Saturday. Well, Saturday, forty nine, forty seven over a win. Alcorn. It was a win. It wasn't pretty. Uh, you probably expect to beat Alcorn by more than two. Nonetheless, you ended a nine-game losing streak. Fast forward to last night. Undefeated Cal Baptist. I don't know a lot about Cal Baptist, but they were 9-0 with some good wins. Double-digit favorite. 11.5-point favorites on the road in the tack. Lady Texters dismantled them by 26. It was a start-to-finish, most complete game of the year. Credit to Brooke Store, her staff, her players, for the job that they did. And... You know, you look at the box score. Salma Bates leads you with 13 points. Gianna Moore scores 13 in 16 minutes. Uh, tremendous night for the freshman point guard. Sylvia Nativi, 12.7 rebounds. Had an assist, had three blocks. Analar, seven points, nine rebounds in only 17 minutes. Uh, it, it was a really good performance all the way around. Look ahead to tomorrow. Another road game. Now, this tech team's 4-9. Building some momentum. They are 0-5 on the road. They'll travel to South Alabama on Thursday. That's a 1 p.m. tip-off in Mobile. I I assume the 1 p.m. tip-off is just to get back out of town before the Christmas holiday. Uh, But, 
you look at after that, you got a road game at Abilene Christian to close out the non-conference slate. So, Brooks North talked about it. Want to challenge these girls in the non-conference, get them ready for conference play. Certainly seems like they are trending in the right direction. So that'll do it for us tonight. For John Tabor, for Beck Haynes, I'm BC. Thanks for listening to Bleed Take Blue Radio. Be back same time, same place next week. We'll see you.